welcome back to the Low Budget Podcast, episode 11, Recapping the Real Houses of Potomac. I'm Priscilla. I'm Deanna. Welcome back. Um, Deanna, any shows we want to talk about this week before we get started? Mm, I haven't watched any other Bravo shows, just full disclosure, have not watched anything. You're on a Buffy binge. I'm watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because um, that just seemed more important than keeping up with the Salt Lake City drama, honestly. You were absolutely right. Um, yeah, Deanna and I have been having a fun holiday weekend, celebrating Christmas a little bit early. We were having so much fun that we actually forgot to watch the episode last <laughs> night. Watched it early this morning, so it's super fresh. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are back in Bethesda, Maryland, where Giselle lives, um, and the Grand Dame arrives. I said it's a very good hair day for Giselle. I wish it would have like that. I was going to say that. I like her darker hair. And I like her just, like, normal clothes. <laughs> just, like, a shirt and jeans. Just, like, keep it simple. Totally. You don't need the over-the-top stuff. Like, just... I like when she just looks normal. <laughs> um, Giselle and Karen scenes are always just really funny because they're just, like, just completely saturated in, like, passive aggression. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is nice, Giselle. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I love all of it. And she goes... Giselle's like, yeah, last time you were, like... In the dirt or something like that. She's like, yeah, I was in a tent in the driveway. And they do a flashback. I forgot that she said, are we COVID testing? That was funny. Um, so they're, like, looking at Giselle's house. She's talking about putting a movie screen in her backyard. And um, it, the producer in the confessional asked Karen, like, well, what do you really think of the house? And she said that she loves the chandelier and the front door. So she really <laughs> hated everything. Um Angel and Adora come out, the twins, and Karen gives them these, like, Gucci uh, charm bracelets, and Giselle says that they go through ups and downs, but this is, like, really meaningful to her, and she hopes that her and Karen can stay where they are now. So, pleasantries are over, now we're to the gossip, Giselle literally says we need to gossip, um, but first they talk about their live shows for a minute. <laughs> Karen says that she's taking Bloomingdale's to the stage. I didn't really but get then what that also meant. said that she wasn't mixing the businesses. Yeah, I didn't really understand what that meant. Like, she was like, I'm going to do what I would do in Bloomingdale's. Like, what would you do in Bloomingdale's? Why would you be, like, do they do a show there? Like. I'm confused. Well, Bloomingdale's and she had the perfume and security and stuff like that. Security. just like, I, I really don't know. I honestly feel like Karen is um, very intentionally confusing and. Keeping it. Unclear so that, like, whatever happens, she can always kind of be like well you know yeah (laughs) exactly um so she said that there's going to be a panel to talk about love and Giselle's like I'm getting it and then in the confessional she goes I'm not getting it (laughs) um so then they start talking about Mia and Karen says I think she says that she likes that Mia owns her shit yeah which was not true when you just had to apologize to her a bunch of times for not doing anything how is that Mia okay um, and then she says, but she doesn't like that Jacqueline's always finishing her sentence. Like, I can talk to Mia. I just love when they're, like, doing the flashback and they're showing Jacqueline, like, talking and talking and then they pan over and Mia's literally right there. It's like, why are you talking to her? She's literally sitting right there. It's like... It's, it's really... <laughs> it's really weird. Jacqueline's really weird with it. And, like, even later where it's like, well, 
I need to ask Mia what to say. It's just like, why are you, why are you here? Why are you here if you're like completely unable to do, say, or think anything unless it's for Mia, about Mia, or with her permission? Like, it's really weird. And like, this is kind of unrelated, but I don't want to forget to mention this. Mm-hmm. When they show Jacqueline later at the show, her hair just like makes me laugh. Like, she just kind of looks like a, like looks like how you would do like a six year old's hair, like. Curled the hair, but didn't, like, brush it out. Didn't, like, you know, just, like, literally curled it, took it out of the curler, and just, like, left it. It's really bizarre. It's really, it's interesting, like, the the glow-up that, like, being on TV seems to give you, because you could probably say that about a lot of them, as, like, their first season, or, like... Like, uh, friggin' Giselle's bangs. I think all of them, honestly, like Karen, Giselle, Candace, Ashley. Ashley. When they all oh. came in, like they had not gotten their look. That's true. Wendy too. They like hadn't gotten their look where it was. It's like there's something about seeing yourself on TV where you can really like honestly the only one that got what's wrong and like adjust it. The only one that got worse was Katie. <laughs> like Katie started out pretty cute, and yeah. then she I don't know what she did. Um, no, totally. So I feel like I'm. I guess I'm trying to like justify give them a little bit of grace with that but yeah it's like ashley's friend jacqueline like they're not like to come into season seven potomac where everybody is like really honed their looks and like it's just like yeah <laughs> like well, i guess it was really counting just on or robin <laughs> but you know what i mean it's just like now, now comparatively to like a candace or a karen or something like that it's like it it's not looking it's, it's not, not giving. And it just is weird to me, though, because, like, if she, like, copies and, like, follows me around so much, like, wouldn't she, like, I don't know, it just seems like she would try to, like, yeah, kind of follow suit Mia's, with, like, how they're dressing. I don't Mia's know. style is Her style's pretty weird, weird, but she always too. looks put together. But she doesn't you know? put together, that's true. Um, Jacqueline no, looks Jacqueline's like, she looked like she was like going to, like, like I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I literally was gonna say that. She looks like a, she's going to a middle school dance. That's the hair, because so she had like a little clip on the side she too. Looks it was like, like a little kid. Like she looked from the past. Like <laughs> she's a time traveler. That's actually the secret they're not trying to tell us. <laughs> Mia's representative. <gasps> she's like, uh, what's that movie? Big. She's I like that. She's that. like, uh, I haven't seen it either. But it's like one of those classic movies that like everyone's supposed to see. Oh, okay. I think it's Tom Hanks where he's like wakes up and he's like an adult body, but he's like a kid. I've never heard of this. Yes, you have. I've heard of little. The one. <laughs> no. Do you know what I'm I've heard of little. No, no, no. That sounds made up. No, Big is like. Marcy Martin is in little, and she's like with Issa Rae, and she's like it's like an adult turns into a kid, and so it's like this really like precocious. Okay. Well, opposite of that, and it's and Tom Hanks, and okay. he wakes up in an adult like man's, man's body. Opposite. Yeah. Yeah. It it's like it's like from like the 80s or 90s or something. Like oh, it's like an old like. In Jack and Mostly, she'd be in that movie. So like she is probably like a twelve year old who woke up in a thirty eight year old's body and oh, has to like style okay, her hair. Oh, okay, say thirteen going on thirty or so. They use a reference for this time. Period. But thirteen going on thirty, she like looked cute. Like my point is that like yeah, that's okay. my point is that she's, she's like a, a little kid. No, not a white I'm man. Uh, not a white man. A white uh twelve year old boy in a grandma's body. In Jacqueline, in Mia's yeah. representative's body. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's the only explanation. That's as clear as you can make it. <laughs> um, okay, so so they're talking about Mia and Giselle. Okay, Giselle tells Karen about them showering together. I think she said they were showering together in the nude. Um, like, what does that mean? Versus what? <laughs> not in their bathing. Like, why would they be doing that? I don't know. Um, and that Jacqueline has to have a portion if, like, so they flash back to Mia being like, well, if I'm successful... 
like she needs to have a Porsche or something like that. And like, it kind of seems like Mia bought it, or that's like kind of what I just make it sound like. So she wants to clarify, like, who bought it? Was it Mia? Was it G? And then also the story about having sex with Mia's ex. Which I feel like Giselle related weird again, because she always has that thing where, like, like she said, oh yeah, and Jack, or um, Mia, like, let her watch, but that's not what. That's not, that's what, she not what she's no. You're totally right. And I'm like, I don't know why I keep relaying things you're totally wrong. Right. She just no, like thank you because I was like, like, did I miss that part? No, but she just didn't like last say time, that. I'm not giving Giselle the benefit of the doubt anymore. Um, no, she just makes things up. She literally what was just Mia like, said oh, was try out this guy. She exactly. Didn't say no, it wasn't anything. She's just mixing up her. Giselle's just extremely judgmental about any kind of like non-monogamy. So it's yeah. like she immediately equates it to like they're running a brothel. It's like this is not. <laughs> I, I don't really, like, yes, it's kind of honestly weird that Mia said it, but, like, it's not that weird if, like, there's just some guy that you were hooking up with. Even if you called him your boyfriend or whatever, but it wasn't, sounds like it wasn't that serious if he was cheating on you all the time. You thought he was a good lay, and you're just like, oh, Jacqueline, I won't be mad if you fuck him. Like, and they're, like, they drawing, like they're drawing... are literally pets that you can just, like, give out. Like, you just yeah. drop them off at your girlfriend's house or whatever. And tell them like... <laughs> She's just like, weird. oh, I won't be mad if you do it. Like, who fucking cares? But it also is, like, Giselle's drawing a lot of, like, conclusions from like Jacqueline sleeping with Mia's ex who she didn't even really like it's not the same thing as Jacqueline sleeping with G like those are very that's her husband and like father of her children that's a very different thing like right. she's like oh if you did that they must have done this it's like totally. not necessarily like maybe they did but no, like that, that doesn't that, necessarily mean that, does that. Not necessarily mean that's a big all. jump and I also like I don't know I mean I think it's kind of interesting if Jacqueline is like hooking up with G and Mia's watching it's kind of gross a little bit to think about just as I don't really like them, not anything about them physically, but, uh, like, who really cares? And, I mean, we yeah. got to this at the end, and it's just, like, Giselle's, like, she tries to frame it as curiosity, but it does not land that way. It just really lands as, like, very shamey, and, like, I do think it'd be one thing if you're just asking, because, like, oh, like, we just want to know, but, like, you're acting like you're getting to the bottom of some mystery that you have the right to know. Like, you're solving a true crime that, documentary. Or exactly that. Like she that. acts like they have the right to know what they do. But also, at the same time, it's just funny because, Can't like, Jacqueline... them about it. Yeah. But it's just funny because Jacqueline and Mia, like, clearly want to make some weird display or want people to be like, oh, like, we but like, interesting. But then they won't, say. like, say anything. So it's like, what do you actually want to do here? Like, you're going to shower in front of the window and what Karen said is correct. Like, obviously they did it to be seen. Cause, mm-hmm. And also, why would you be, you wouldn't need to be showering together. Like, you guys probably have plenty of time to take two showers. Like, showers don't take that long. Like, there isn't no. really any reason that you need to be doing that. And it's like, and you're doing it in front of the window. So, like, they knew people were probably going to see them. And they no, want to talk all, about it. It's all intentional, but... Then they act like, oh, why are you asking us? And then, like, where um, Jacqueline's like, we need to compare notes later or whatever. It's like, you guys didn't do this though. Like, Honestly, you guys are coming on a TV show to talk about your dynamic and to like create this like ambiguity about what's going on here. But then you guys didn't discuss what exactly you actually want to share or not. Honestly, I'm sorry. I don't think Mia is like cool enough or like confident enough to do all these things that she's saying she does like she's watching g having sex with all these people and blah 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 i feel like they just want to seem like they're cooler than they are so that's why they can't decide if they're telling a lie or what they're telling because it's like didn't actually happen exactly. and I they want to make it sound like they're more interested than they are long time like i feel like something has happened before yeah. i don't think that it's something that they regularly do they have small children like they really seem they seem more like a family family, just, like, once in yeah. a while. Yeah, like. and that's why I feel like they can't decide what they're saying, because Mia doesn't actually know, like, like, I feel like they want to sound like they're so, like, young and cool and interesting, and it's like, 
I don't think you guys are. I <laughs> think you guys are actually pretty boring. No, and that's fine. I'm, I'm but, like, they're trying agree. to act all mysterious and, like, I ugh. Like... I agree. The stories that Mia's telling, except for from when they were 19 or whatever. Yeah. I actually bet that her and Jacqueline haven't even hung out that much, like, in this last time period, you know? Like, yeah. Like, probably friends back then, took a long break, like, reconnected recently. Um, no, Giselle's just very transparent. It's just, like, um, my stuff with, like, Candace isn't working, so, like... I'm just moving on to somebody else's Which stuff. is also just so weird, too. because if Mia is the one that's, like, telling them all the stuff, like, oh, I, like, I like to watch you with other women, or whatever she's telling them, it's, like, obviously she is trying, at least trying to portray that she's okay with it, so, like, Giselle trying to act like, oh, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this, like, she already knows, so who are you getting to the, bo- who are you getting to the bottom of this for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's not like she's finding out so she can, like, tell Mia and, like, reveal the secrets, like, Mia's the one telling you, so, like, what? I don't know. It's right. Like she, yeah, she told you all this stuff. Yeah. It's just like, honestly, Giselle would look better, I guess, if she just, like, kept asking me and stuff. But it's like, to talk about it behind the back kind of makes it seem like... She, like, jumped on the couch all, like, jovial, like, we need to gas it. Like, totally. We need to talk about it. It's like... And she's basically... Your life like, oh, is, like, like, so sad. I caught me in a lie or something like that. Or it's like, it's not really lying. She, like, told you stuff, and now you have questions about it that you're asking behind her back. Yeah. Um... I don't know. So Karen was just like, Mia's opened her mouth one time too many. She needs to be careful because she's also going to use all this against her. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so now Wendy is in the hospital. Did I catch this right? A nine centimeter? So she said. That's, That's crazy. huge. It's like half the size of our phone. I looked it up. Really? That cannot be right. I... I don't know. He, she said nine centimeters. He looked it up and then it said a large kidney stone is five centimeters or more. And it didn't give it a max. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't know they can get that big. I thought they were, like, little, like, pebbles. I thought so, too. <gasps> I don't understand. That's horrifying. Um, yeah. So. Nine centimeters? She, yeah, she, so she says it's, like, huge now. It can't come out on its own. Eddie was saying, he like, he was really scared that morning. He was glad that they came to the hospital. Cut to Wendy being rolled away. Cut to Wendy in a hospital gown. Wait, so, okay. So, how do you get kidney stones? Not do we know? Water is what oh, really? Damn. I'm going to drink a whole bunch of water now. I'm so scared. That's literally horrifying. No. Nine centimeters? I know. And I wonder if some people are just more, like, susceptible to them or whatever. Because, like, knock on wood, neither of us have ever gotten them. I don't recall in our family history. But, like, how little water do you have to drink? Like, that's that's crazy. I don't know. I don't feel like I, I drink that much water, but, like... Can stress? Can someone know how um, at risk someone it is? Someone call in, please. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, so now cut to Ashley. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop. Um, it's just such a good, like, Well, it was to. so funny because, like, this, in a show, you actually do cut to. Things. Like, those things were actually cutting, too. But, like, yeah, but, like... her live show, there's not going to be cut to. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> oh, I hope that they do. I hope they do a little montage of like her thing with him, with his voice and not him. Cut, like, cut to. to ball gown. Cut, cut to sequin parade. Cut to. Which I'm also confused because then when they show like in the sequence for next week or whenever it is from her show, it looks like it's in like a stand up comedy. Yeah, it does. Please, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like what I, I was picturing. That, that was smart though. That looked way better than uh, we'll get to the. Yeah, movie we'll that get I to the enjoy for Robin and Giselle's empty audience. But the comedy <laughs> club actually, like, even if something even you had tables, so even it if Karen's like... show was terrible, like the way that it looked, just everybody packed in at tables, like having a good time. The ambiance was much better. Yeah. Um. So Dylan's screaming that he doesn't want to help vacuum. Like, leave him alone, Ash. <laughs> 
Daisy comes in, Ashley's nanny. Also, uh, this whole thing, like, looked set up. Like, why is Ashley fully dressed up in full glam, oh. holding her baby and vacuuming? And she only vacuums, like, one little part of the carpet and then stops. Like, she, I know, she, was uses like, okay. she uses his finger to turn off the vacuum. He's like, who's this for? And she didn't. She was like, turn it off. And then she turned it off herself. So it's like, okay. He doesn't want anything to he's, do with this. He's one. Yeah. He's like, is he even one? I don't even know how old he is. But he's, he's like, like, what? He's tiny. Yeah. He doesn't vacuum. Okay. <laughs> 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 then, <laughs> so she comes in with Dean. I liked on the captions it said Dean screaming indistinct, indistinctly. It's like, <laughs> it seemed like he was saying stuff, you know? But It, was it like, did ah, seem like he was saying, ah, ah, yeah. Ah. It's like funny. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. Um, so she says, I'm going to just breeze through this. I'm, I'm bored of this house. Like, we have to talk about every, like, You know what I want to see? I want to see Ashley's nanny come forward and tell us the shit that she's seen, because she's seen some shit. Mm-hmm. I know she has. And I just want to hear from her. I don't care, Ashley, about your house. I don't care about that. Let's give your nanny a mic so we can really get to the bottom of this. Like, I don't give a shit about your house hunting anymore. She can just write a short little book, The Darby Diaries. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going The Darby Diaries. Uh, yeah, so there's a house that came on the market she's excited about. Ooh. She's going to see it, but she's wary about negotiations, so she's leaving it to Michael since they're so financially entangled. Is it normal for him to stay at my house? We have to figure that out. Okay. Well, that's not what happens next week. I'm on the edge of my seat, truly. Um, okay, so now, my favorite. Giselle at the live show venue with the manager and the podcast producer. Robin arrives. They all note that she smells good. And Robin does? Yeah, just made me wonder. They're like, you never do. Was like, <laughs> um, okay, big space. Capacity is 400 people. <laughs> I just put LOL. It's 400 people is so many people. Okay, yeah, because well, then we get to the fact that the Giselle says Robin Strauss because they're only selling 120 VIP tickets, so it's going to look dead. Um, but they're told that they can see people wherever to make it look fuller. And I said I love this. Uh, they need to sell... Okay, so I'm pretty sure that Robin said they need to sell 90 more tickets still at that point. Did you catch that part? No, but so like they're 90 selling more 120. They were only selling 120, and they said they still needed to sell 90 more. At the time that they were talking about this, they had only sold 30. And then they would say With they the made profit that she's talking about making, this 14, must have been expensive. They called it VIP, so these people must have paid. Is there a way to look this up? Thousand dollars must have paid a lot of money. That's so stupid. Yeah, they must have paid a lot of money to go. Um, so yeah, because they're okay. So they're they're like Robin's like we're paying for this. Um, there's no sponsors, and it's about $10,000 out of pocket for them. Uh, I don't understand that. That like, was an interesting <laughs> choice, I think, to... Sorry, our dogs are... Doing the most. Annoying. Um, yeah, it's interesting that they decided to go to a... Like, did they think they couldn't sell a lot? So, like, why wouldn't you just sell a lot of tickets at a more reasonable... Because nobody wants to go to that. Like, they just knew no one would want to go and that they could get, like, a handful of people to pay. Yeah, I don't think that they could have charged that much, honestly. A lot. If you went, let us know. Um, we won't make fun of you. Somebody tell us how much it costs to go, though. I'm, like, really curious about that. I should have looked that up before we got here. They probably scrapped it from the internet now. Um, okay, but then they're saying that... They're talking about Juan coming on. And... Giselle's like, is he actually going to, basically? And uh, she's like, you know, I, I warned him. And 
she's like, well, you know Juan, he'll, like, forget that he agreed to come on. And day of, he's going to be like, am I coming? Like, this is... I feel like, I don't listen to their podcast, but I know that she talks about, like, Juan and stuff, and I feel like that's kind of their thing, is like, oh, you know, he hates me, lol. That's like, not, I don't know, it just doesn't land right. Like, yeah. Just because it seems very genuine that he doesn't, so, like, this bit where it's always like, oh, like, yeah, well, it's probably not going to show up, or, or, like, drag him out there, it's like, ugh, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> uh, so... So then Giselle says, about your wedding that I'm not invited to. Like, I was in my feelings, but I got out. And uh, Giselle tries to get her to give her a date. And she says in a confessional that they got engaged three, actually maybe four years ago. And Robin says that they can't pick a date till they talk about the prenup, but she's scared. The whole prenup conversation just feels really fake. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> and, I, and I don't think it's real. Like, I think it's just like she told Juan, like, hey, I'm going to keep talking to you about this prenup. It's like our storyline. Yeah. Like, that's the weird thing about her filming scenes with Juan is it's just, like, he doesn't care to the point where, even when it's been rehearsed, it's, like, I don't know, it's so, it's so weird. It's, like, the pulling of teeth to get him to even, like, it really makes me wonder if they just fully, like, sleep in separate rooms. Like, I wonder if they even really interact on a normal basis, to be honest. I feel like he acts like it's, like, a chore to even have to sit down with her. I think like so, too. Minutes. So, cute. Um, okay, so... What are you doing, Candace? Got to. <laughs> Candace's mom with her super high voice. She's like, oh, you're getting into shape? <laughs> her doing her, like, three sit-ups? That's so weird. <laughs> Candy's so tiny in her, like, She's hot like, dog. Oh, I'm trying to do a sit-up. Like. In her hot dog on a stick costume. <laughs> um, so Candace says that she wants her mom there for big things, but she's been instructed to stay seated and mind her business. <laughs> a little flashback of her at her, um... Drive back. At her last video. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, Candace says that this is an elevation, and uh, we get a low-budget flashback, so shout-out to the podcast, <laughs> and uh, then we see Candace with Trina, and she's like, I know I've said thank you 30 times. She's like, you have. And she's like, but I'm going to say it the 31st time. Like, Trina just seems really cool. She nice. does. I was going to say, like, she seems so nice and encouraging, especially compared to, like, Nicki Minaj, who was, like, who is way more famous and like more successful i guess than trina and she is like is so petty and weird like try to like i feel like when she was hosting the marine was like trying to like compete with candace it's like candace like you know god no i know that was like confident artists wouldn't do that just like let her do her thing trina's like i hope the best for you and like whatever no the nikki and minaj decline has been steep there's an added sort of layer i think of pressure on her as being another like housewife singer which is like really not taken seriously it's hard for her to be viewed as a real artist. But I do I do already feel like Candace, like, stands out separately from her. I think so, too. Like, a lot of people are like, no, Dryback is a bop, like... And she actually can sing. I feel like the other ones are, like, not... They can't actually sing. They just, like, edited into, like, some song. Totally. Like, Candace that can Bravo, sing any song, like... Like, with that Bravo thing where they, like, had that one girl perform and she was clearly, like, lip-singing because she can't... Yeah, she <laughs> cannot sing. Hilarious. <clears throat> um, yeah, I really need to listen to Insecure. I haven't, like, heard it in full, but I feel like I'm going to like it. Especially now that I've heard of a few little sprinkles. Uh, yeah, Candace says that this feels like a you made it moment. Pinch me. Can't believe that I'm here. My husband's like, great, a new music video for me to watch. He loves Candace's music videos. <laughs> um, I'm proud of her. Me too. So, uh, Robin and Juan talking about recruiting. I was like, huh, his job is a little bit of a touchy subject. Uh, do, you, do you know about all that, right? We no. About what do you mean? 
about the allegations about sexual assault on the basketball team? No. Stop it. You don't know about this. No. I can't believe I'm talking about it. Okay. Um, I think it's been talked about since the beginning of the season, but Juan is a basketball coach, and my understanding is that um, a stu- or like one of the players was being sexually harassed, um, or maybe even, I don't know if something, anything physical happened or what. By Robin? No. It's a guy on the beach. <laughs> He's like, I'm actually a player on one's team, and then... <laughs> I need you to talk about um, me. <laughs> no, but apparently he, he told, um... One that like somebody else, like one of the other staff or something, was like inappropriate, being inappropriate with him, and Juan didn't do anything about <gasps> it. And so now it's like there's like an investigation. Oh, so shit. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so it's just for them to even talk about his job for a second. I was like, oh, weird, you know. So we'll we'll stay following up on that. Uh, but Juan told her <laughs> they're talking about the wedding or whatever. She said, like, "Oh, like, we have to set a date." He's like, "I already told you how I feel about getting married." He doesn't give a shit. We not only that, but like, I feel like if he told you how he felt, it's just like he thinks that this is pointless and they're doing it for your sons. Like, as all of this is, that's what it's been for day one. It's basically over and over. I feel like Juan in relation, Juan's feelings towards Robin in like one sentence are just like, "I tolerate you because of my sons." Yeah, and it's like he he. Doesn't even care enough to, like, talk about when they're going to get married. He's like, I don't care. You pick the date. You mm-hmm. pick this up. I don't give a shit. Like, I'll show he said up, that, He said, I don't care. This is for you. Or this yeah. is about you. Yeah. And he said, and that's Just like the first wedding, too. And he said, that was... His, his, like, like none of this is... If somebody said this to me... I'd call it off. Like, okay, fine. But I would never even have gotten this far. Like, I would never even be having a conversation with somebody who hated me this much about this in the first place. So it's, like, hard to say. Um... I feel, I feel bad sometimes about them. I don't think that Juan actually hates her, but I do not think that he's romantically interested in her at all. Like, even when he said, like, they're, it's about to happen, he's just like, how long have you been in my life? And it's like, that doesn't sound like in an affectionate no. way. No, I, I think, like he, he, does, I like think he, he does hate her. her, honestly. But I don't think he, like, cares enough to, like, do anything about the fact that he hates her. He's just like, right. just, you know, But, like, he doesn't <laughs> have any, like, affection or just, no. like... No, Like, I think he likes the fact that, like, his boys have a good mom and that he knows I think the only time that I've even seen him say something kind of nice to her was when he proposed and it wasn't even that nice. It was like, let's try this again. Like, you know, it was like, that That was it. That proposal episode was so awkward. It's right. I'll never forget Robin, like, dancing all funny in that red dress. <laughs> I have a clip of it, actually, I think, on my phone. Okay, I'm confused about this, though. So she keeps bringing up the infidelity clause and, like, Juan's like, it's not necessary and I'm like, okay, this, this is, like, annoying. But then when they keep flashing back to, like, talking about his relationship, she says it was while they were getting a divorce. Which is totally different than cheating. Like, I thought she was saying that they were getting divorced because he cheated. She said, while they were getting divorced, he was dating other people. Well, I think that he cheated and he was, like, and then started dating somebody he was cheating with, and then they were getting a divorce because of that. Oh. That's what I took it as. I would have rewind because... really, really quick, though, to them saying that they're doing this for the boys and they wanted to be special for the boys. I'm like, these boys are grown. Like, if, you were, if they were five or something, maybe, maybe in the first season... They're literally teenagers about to move out. They do not give a fuck about this. They probably don't want to be forced to go somewhere to watch your guys' weird fake wedding ceremony. Like, also, like, stop I don't, acting I don't like you're really, doing stuff for them. I feel like I can't really think of, like, 
kids in a way that they would care about their parents being married. Like, maybe they would care about them living together, but, like, I don't know. Why would they give a shit if they're married? Why would they give a shit? Like, they're going around to their friends being like, hey, my mom and dad are legally married now. Yeah, like, Like, they don't give a shit. They never moved out. And they're not going to want to participate in your wedding. They're like teenage boys. They're not gonna. They don't want to do that. You know, like they're be, like, oh, like they're literally gonna be married with kids by the time of this <laughs> So stupid. Um, but yeah, so that's what I took from the infidelity clause. No, so, but see, the infidelity thing is confusing too, because Juan's like, I'm not like that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Okay. So then I'm think that's why I thought, okay, maybe he's saying he didn't actually cheat on her while they were together. It was when they were breaking up, and she's making it be like, oh, well, that's why we need to do this because it was contentious because you were dating people while we were getting divorced. Yeah, so, okay, first I was thinking that, but then, so here's that one, she, he said, she said, we both need to be okay, or something, and he said, I don't think it's going to be an issue, and she said, you just never know, and he said, you've been with me since I was how old, 16, you've been around part, part of my life a long time, she says, you hear these horror stories, and then he yells, we're not those people, and then she says, once I started dating someone, things got contentious, and would have been way worse if they were fighting over money and had been part of it, and I'm not fighting over money. So I think when he says we're not those people, I think he's not saying that oh, they're about the money. cheat. I think that he's saying that they're not going to fight over money. Okay. I think it's a given that they're both going to cheat. <laughs> it's like, I'm already cheating on you. Exactly. He's like, I'm late for my date. So, um, Eddie and Wendy now, okay, it's a day after surgery. I was like, she has a different wig. But then you find out that she had two surgeries in a week. That's crazy. Two surgeries to remove a kidney stone. So she's a great. They're grateful. Um, she's grateful that they have outpatient, but the recovery is still tough. Her mom's like being sweet, hugging her. She's like making the kids ask her what she wants to drink. And her mom is cooking. Wendy goes, "Who wants pork chop?" <laughs> like Wendy, you're such a brat. I guess Wendy comes around their mom, and they just like revert to like, a, "Ew, like what's that?" You know. But it is funny that her she just had surgeries, and her mom's offering her spicy pork chops and red wine. Totally. Like, I said, mom's offering like... her peppers and wine after surgery. <laughs> Seems like kind of things you're not supposed to be eating, like after your The pork chops seemed okay. Nah. You're all dumb. Um, Cam feeding her. They're talking about how it's three generations. It's cute. It's really cute. Um, yeah, she said kidney stones were really bad. She never thought that anything could be worse than pregnancy. The, I love how casual people are about the fact that pregnancy is like literally horrible. Like she just had two surgeries with a nine centimeter kidney stone. Yeah. And before that, her worst comparison was pregnancy, but she still did three times. That's <laughs> Which, honestly, nice. in the scene, I was thinking about that, too, because I was like, man, it, like, having kids sounds terrible, but what sounds more terrible is having kids with a man. Like, that just sounds awful in my mind. But then I was thinking, I was like, I feel like Wendy and Eddie actually like each other, so maybe it wasn't as bad for them because, like, they, Probably you know not. what I mean? Like, like they, they actually like, get along. And as stuff. far as people who have kids, like, I think they're much less miserable. That's what I think, too. I was like, oh, okay, maybe they're not as miserable. It's like, yeah. But it's just crazy that women, like, just women suffering and pain and things like that are just so normalized in our society. Yeah. That, like, people are always just like, oh, having kids is, like, natural, whatever. Because we think that it's natural for women to, like, almost die to sacrifice something. Like, like have you heard about how human birth is, like, the most dangerous because... I think it's, like, when we evolved to walk, our pelvic bones, like, it's, like, the ability to walk on two legs makes it so that, like, that area of your body is, like, in a different shape than it would have been, and so there's, like, not enough room for a baby to come out, and there's, like, all this, like, intervention, it's, like, I feel like people have this idea that if something happens, quote-unquote, naturally, that it's fine, right? But it's, like, yeah, evolution and, like... 
and I feel human like interference changes things. It's so common that it's like, like, I remember, like, our aunt or whoever who was, like, telling me when she had her baby and then she was like, oh, yeah, like, my, like, heart rate, like, dropped and the baby's heart rate dropped and both almost died. And it, it, it didn't seem scary. It just was like, she's just telling me. And at the time, I mean, I was a teenager, but at the time I was like, oh, that's just, like, what happens, like, when you have a baby. It's yeah, just like, so you might okay, just casually, like, like, you just almost died. Um, which is so weird to think about now. It's like, that's... And it's like, not only is it traumatic because you almost died, but then when you tell people about it, it's just like, oh yeah, that's just like how it goes. Like, it's just like a normal thing. Like, nobody thinks that's weird. Totally. Nobody's alarmed. You're just supposed to, like, go back to your life like nothing happened. And you don't realize when you live, like, when you're socialized to just think things are normal, you don't think about how they would be otherwise, but, like, if there was something that men had to do that would almost kill them, there would be a lot of effort put into solutions, too. But But also, they should be treated, like... Is like, I feel like they trick us into thinking that it's this great privilege for women to be able to have kids and, like, it's this great whatever thing, when really it's, like, it's this whole big, like, job that we have to, like, repopulate the planet and we should be treated, like... Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, we should exactly. be compensated for that, not, like, oh, like, punished for, like... That's, that's you know. what they do, though. They're going to shame you for not doing it instead of being honest with you about how hard it is and actually putting effort in place to make it easier for people. It's, like... No, we're going to downplay how bad it is. Like, we're all going to be part of this, like, collective gaslighting. And they're tricking you into being like, you want this, Mm -hmm. and that's why you do it. Not because we need you to do it. And because there's really no, there is no space for people. There is with me, by the way. If you ever want to tell me you hate being a mom, I'm not going to judge you. But there's no space for people to admit, like, this isn't what I thought. Like, maybe I wouldn't have done this without seeming like you're a bad person, you know? Yeah. And like, there, I think it's okay space. to be like, I didn't really think this through and like, I, that you still love your kid, but it's like, yeah, there's a conversation to be had about like everybody assuming that you should do this. And even if things went like how they're like, quote unquote, supposed to go, it's a traumatic thing. Like we're going through a traumatic and you're not even like really a lot of the time to like deal with that part of it. Like, just even, like, the birth and the all those things are traumatic, just, like, as they are. Not anything crazy happening, just, like, normal how it's supposed to go is, like, horrifying. Mm-hmm. And no one, bl- like, that's not, like, oh, you're just supposed to, and you're supposed to be okay, and just, like, I don't know. Right. It's weird. And then you continue to just, like... Literally, it's just because, like, being... Because suffering is just part of being a woman. So, it's so weird. That's what it's the Like, I was thinking about when I had to go get, like, a root canal. (laughs) Like, I hate when they come with the needles. I'm like, oh, my God. I hate anything. People touching me. I don't want anything. No poking. No... I can't even imagine being pregnant and, like, no. That's just... I wouldn't... I don't know. Like, what would you do? I just can't imagine. No. Nope. Can't. Can't do it. Can't Um, do it. Read the book Birth Strike, everyone. It's really good. So, then she she asks her mom how she is because her mom was just in the hospital. And she says, you know, I'm not sick. I was just exhausted. And they told me to take a chill pill. And Wendy said that she worked so hard because she watched her mom work so hard. And she kept pushing out dealing with the kidney stones for, like, events and things like that. And it's not the example that she wants to set for Cam. And then, randomly, her mom brings up the boob job that she wants them to pay for again. <laughs> But I did think it was cool that her mom is kind of, like, like reflecting a little bit right now because I don't know if it was last season or the season before when they were, like, hanging out and her mom was, like, pushing her to, like, stay a professor and do all these different things. And totally. she was, like, really trying to push her. And I feel like now that her mom had her own health care, she's like, oh, shit, like, I shouldn't be... And now she's telling Wendy, too, like, you need to slow down. That's really Which is cool because I feel like she does actually care about her. It's not just, like... Because, you know, like, people always talk about when you talk to your, like, mom or whatever, like, oh, this thing that you did, like 
traumatized me and then like oh sorry I was doing mm-hmm. my best like she's like now I feel like looking back and like okay you're this is right like you shouldn't be doing all this like you should slow down too because like she actually cares about her well-being and not just like whatever she wants for her to do yeah that's a really good point and, and I agree I'm really glad that that's the way um that I went I forgot about Wendy's sister I liked her too I'd like to see yeah her. me too they have like the best like kids and like siblings yeah and parents and stuff on the show so speaking of we're going to Mia's and her cute little kids I'm just so obsessed with her son like I just find him like he's so cute he's like so polite he's like so excited to see Karen he runs to the front door I literally cannot picture Mia's kids at all you just like don't see that that's so funny um they all have very strong eyebrows oh so uh gee let's Karen and she's like do you want me to take my shoes off he's like no leave them on the shoes look so good (laughs) and um uh, Juju is making graduation cookies. That's her daughter. I know you don't know them. Uh, and Karen <laughs> says that she could just text her next time if she wants her to. Oh, okay. I did, I did see her in that scene. I remember seeing her there. Okay. Yeah, she was like, she said that she wanted to make cookies with you. And Karen's like, oh, next time just text me. <laughs> and, uh, How old is she? <laughs> she's on phone? Yeah. Uh, Karen's really funny with kids. Like, it yeah. would have been funny to see her as like a mom of young children. Like, yeah. I can't imagine like, what that would have been like. But also she's like... Like, don't be common, young man. I just forget how old she is, because I'm like, she's, like, old enough that she would be weird around kids. Totally. She's, she's almost like, 60. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I like, well, I guess just, um... Just text me. <laughs> yeah. She just said something up with my assistant. And, uh, so, Karen says, she gets straight to it. She's like, I just visited Giselle, and... Oh, because I think first she said, are you and Giselle dead? Is that right? I don't know. Um, I think so. And she's like, yeah, well, she's like, well, I just visited her. Oh, no, she said, are you and G go? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I get confused because I yeah, call yeah. them both G. Um, and she was kind of like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why are you asking? A little bit. And then yeah. uh, she goes, well, she was too happy to tell me that you and her, um, that you and Jacqueline shower nude together, that you allowed Jacqueline to have sex with your boyfriend. And Mia's like, yeah, I mean, we've done weird promiscuous things as kids. And she's said no kissing but fondling and that Mia checked her cervix with a flashlight uh, because she wanted to be a gynecologist. Like, and Karen's like, we and Jacqueline lovers? It doesn't sound promiscuous. It sounds strange. It's weird, but it doesn't sound sexual. It doesn't sexual. sound sexual. Yeah. <laughs> I checked her cervix? Yeah. Okay, like, it just sounds like you guys are, like, unusually close, but, like, yeah. I don't know. So, then she says that she said that you know, you and G have sex with other people together. And then she says, was it Peter? And then so we get that cliffhanger um, commercial, and I think it's going to be a nothing burger. But then she says it is Peter's girlfriend, which I think is really kind of juicy because I feel like it's kind of validating whatever Wendy was saying about, like, we're we're getting closer to finding out whatever snake shit Mia did to Peter's girlfriend. And that's why they were, that's why they did the flashback to Karen, and Karen's like, yeah, it's just funny because she obviously wanted to shut Wendy up because she freaked out, and it was like, you're the one making this big old deal about it. Like, oh, she's lying about my husband. And I, it's like, the only thing that she got wrong was because it wasn't Peter, it was his girlfriend. (laughs) But you still, like, you still are having, like, sex with other people. I'm going to need Karen to, like, clearly take Wendy's call, side yeah, in they that need thing, because she was like, well, throwing things and lying, which is like, first of all, I don't really know that those are comparable. I still think throwing things is worse, but also me or Wendy wasn't really lying. Like, they do have said, like, basically she was saying that you guys are swingers or whatever, and they are, and Mia's talked about it many times. Yeah. So like, I don't like, but she's like, oh, she's slandering my husband. It's like, you <laughs> Like, the slander is that he said it was Peter? Okay. <laughs> like, okay, like, whatever, you It's know? so stupid. 
Um, so, oh, I wrote my husband giggling gleefully trying to ruin us all to get together. So, she's staying at my house right now, and Deanna is, and we're trying to, like, watch the show separately so we don't talk about it and react to it in front of each other. And I'm trying to watch it in my room. My husband keeps, like, opening the door, walking out, like, laughing about what's happening with Peter and the girlfriend or whatever. And I can, like, see Deanna, like, you shut the door. Like, are you watching the show or are you not? Like, get in or out. So she said, do you and G share Peter's woman? Or did you and G share Peter's woman? And she said, Susan Sutherland is like, Peter had my leftovers. Like, we were with the yeah, they, first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it seems like we're going to get more on that. And I actually am interested in that. So now we're at the main event, the live show. So Ashley's first line, I'm sure she's not loves this, anything with her picture. <laughs> and then her door is in. I just like want to be friends with her. She's just so yeah. cool. She's like, hey, Ashley. I know. She's just like, she's like oh, so cool. She's great. Her. Yeah. Ashley says, I only drink on the weekends. Is it a weekend? <laughs> and then I said, some lady says every day is a weekend. I think it was Sharice. Sharice. Some lady. <laughs> um, it's funny though when she's saying, is it a weekend? It's like, it kind of makes me think that it wasn't a weekend, but she was kind of just No, like, it was not a weekend. She's like, oh, somebody just gives me permission. Why? Like, what is with this whole, why do you have to talk about it? Like, just drink if you want to drink and then like, don't, don't if you don't. Like, it's really weird. It's weird that you just keep hearing up like, I shouldn't, I have an excuse to drink right now. It's like, yeah, she's drawing all attention and like nobody cares. Do whatever you want. I don't care. It's like what, the only reason people even ask you is because you brought it up. And you're drinking Corona. I was like, it's not even really drinking in a case. <laughs> <laughs> so, I said Juan's making fun of it already with the boys walking up. Uh, is like, are you excited to see your mom? But he just has this like funny smile. Like, he's just like, yeah, we're seeing like her stupid like karate play. <laughs> <laughs> play. Uh, insiders know. So Juan is, or no, so now Karen says, I'm always surprised to see Juan here, or to yeah. see Juan anywhere. And she says that the seats are empty. Ray, they have eight minutes to fill this. And she says, it's pretty empty, and everyone has 20 seats between them. <laughs> it's like extra comfortable. Oh, <laughs> they have plenty of space. This is my favorite read. So she goes, this whole moment of Karen's is like pink Karen, like what I love. You know, she's like, Robin documents anything, so in her honor. And then she starts recording the empty audience. And then she says, they spent their hard-earned money on this. I'm proud of them. Everyone's comfortable. Five, ten, twenty seats between them. <laughs> they're doing it. I said, LMAO, I love this Karen. Like, Me too. The one where, like, she's kind of actively, like, I'm proud of them. Yeah. Everyone's really comfortable. It's like, she's saying the shadiest things, but in this really, like, fake way. <laughs> right, they have eight minutes to fill this. You can tell she was having so much fun. Yeah. You know, like. She brought her notebook. <laughs> she's like, well, Robin likes to record. Like, so good. Um, so then Ashley says that she's going to do a watered down TikTok dance. Like, TikTok dances are already a watered down and why something. Do you, why? 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 Uh, Candace isn't going because Giselle isn't worthy of support of any kind. They didn't even mention Wendy, though, so it's like, Candace got invited, but not Wendy? Well, maybe because Wendy's in the hospital. Maybe. I just, it seems like it could have been mentioned. Because, like, Giselle has the most beef with Candace, so it feels like if Candace was invited, then Wendy would have been, too. Um, but then again... Who knows? Wendy's hating on this, so they don't want her there, like, <laughs> talking about the empty scenes. What am I invited to? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's still so funny when Giselle got mad at Wendy for hating on her house when she never had. Yeah. She's like, well, you were making fun of her house. She's like, I was it. She's like, I made fun of your clothes, I made fun of the fact that you didn't have a husband. She's like, I was your house. <laughs> uh, 
So Candace isn't going because Giselle isn't worthy of support of any kind. And Robin's nervous because she's used to doing this on the couch. So we start off strong with, put your hands together for Robin Bryant. I'm dead. Then it, he says, I, I used to date a girl named Robin Bryant. That and who true. is this host? He's not good at, like, he should have rolled with it some way better than that. But he was like, wait, 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 like, trying to, like, get people to stop laughing. It's like, that's pretty weird that you, like, couldn't get her name right. And that's just the classic lie. Like, remember when, um, oh, actually, I guess it wasn't a lie. Sorry, justice for Andrea. I was going to go back to Winter House when Andrea called, um, Mia? Maya? Oh, my God. No. And this is, like, her trainer. Maya? We don't know. Some girl. We're just covering our mouths over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is, like, racial traumas and no one knows her name. And I'm like, Mia? <laughs> that girl? <laughs> he called her Lexi and then she got really upset. And then he was like, oh, sorry, I used to date a girl named Lexi. Like, and I was Lexi. like, that was a lot. But okay. <laughs> Andrea really is dating a girl named Lexi now. Like, that was the girl that he was in love with or whatever. Remember? Oh. So, like, it really was true what he said. Like, why he called her that random name. I don't think this guy was telling the truth, though. Like... That was so awkward. Is he ever going to be hired for anything again? No. And who even is he? Karen's listing what not to do at her. So it starts with no drunk host and make sure that they know your name. It does make me laugh, though, because it reminds me of, like... I mean, this is worse because this is, like, literally Robin's show and they don't know your name. But, like, in school, like, I was, like, probably one of, like, ten black women in my high school. And my teachers used to always call <laughs> there me... There were women in her high school. Yeah, we were all women. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> and my teacher used to always call me Shawnees. And it was like, I just had to like pause. I just didn't say anything and yeah, like wait for them to correct Melanie. themselves. Shout out Melanie. We all had somebody else. Like at least Andrea wasn't calling her just another black girl's name. It was just like, yeah, this is just the name another that name. I'm thinking of. But also it's like, that wasn't like about me. I was just like in a class of thirty people. This is like Robin's show, and you can't get her name right. You know what I mean? That's pretty bad. Yeah, I know it. It's bad. No, it, it really <laughs> was. So it's already awkward, and this just makes their walk their walk out even more. I was like, Giselle's woo. What is up? What is up? She is so awkward. She is like, ugh, I can't. I literally just can't watch Giselle when she's trying to be cool. Like it's so embarrassing. No, I, I was cringing a lot. And then Robin's mic isn't on. I was just like, this is literally lower budget than our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we at least check to make sure the mics are on first. Yeah, we at least check to make sure it's skipping and then put it on anyway. <laughs> at least we knew it was skipping before we put it up. We're professional. It's like, come on. Uh, so welcome to Reasonably Shay. She's like the funniest way of talking. And then she goes, what, 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 what? She's just like, out of <laughs> Is it reasonably or shady to vacuum early in the morning? I said their super rehearsed hot seat comedy segment was like so lame. What? But I'm in the so hot seat. It's like about whether or not it's okay to vacuum. But I'm so glad that they didn't like. I just I was holding my breath because I feel like Robin was gonna ask him like a deeply personal question like, oh like what do you think about the prenup? Like I think she I feel like she's gonna say something oh, stupid because Robin's just stupid. She do she would do something like that. I literally I feel like she's always, it. like, calling Juan out in front of the cameras when he doesn't want to be called out, and then he gets mad, and then she's, like, acts like she's confused, and it's, like, he doesn't want to talk to you, or he doesn't want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, just leave him alone. No, I know. I <laughs> the, the whole thing, I just felt like it was I just needed to get through it. Like, yeah. And it's funny because it's, like, I'm not even a stand of any of these people, so it's, like, it's not like the show reflects on me, but even just watching it, it was, like... We were embarrassed. <laughs> 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 we were embarrassed. <laughs> 
dance with Ashley Darby. And then Ray, this is something else, huh? He said, it's, it's time for a break. I'll be back. <laughs> I said, if Ray is following your show, like, I don't really know what to say. Like, Ray is bored. He could, like, be home, like, walking around with his crew neck sweater and a mug. And he's like, uh, I need to go. Like, <laughs> his new weapon, his tennis jacket. Yeah. And, uh, this is something else, huh? That's so funny. Which is so funny because also, like, I feel like people his age are, like, usually excited to be involved with anything, and he's like, I'm, I'm about this. This is weird. Totally. <laughs> he's like, this is... He's yeah. like, I told Giselle to get a man before she was past her time. He's like, she's just not keeping my attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh I would totally God. watch, like, Ray, Karen reaction videos. Like, yeah. They should record too. them, so, like, people should be able to send in, like, just, like, a funny TikTok video or something like that, and then, like, get them to, oh, this is really something. But also, like, Ashley doing her weird little, like, dance segment thing, like, she... That wasn't the ducky. No, that's what I said. I, I was literally saying that. I was like, I, was really I don't think offended. she knows. I don't think she knows what dances are. She started like rolling her hands together. Like, I don't know what she was doing. I, I, was I don't know really, what like, she was doing. The first one, I was like, okay, I don't know what that dance move is. But then when I saw the ducky, I was like, that's not. What are you doing? She got up there to do the cabbage patch. That's the first thing she did. I didn't. Yeah. See, I didn't know what the cabbage patch was supposed to be. Oh, that's what, that is, like, is that what she actually did? Yeah, that's okay, like so, a cabbage patch. But then they're like, oh, the doggy, they just do something. She was like, like what on earth? I, I don't what know. God's green? I it don't know. And also, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't okay. It was, it was really bizarre. And I'm just confused, like, did you guys, like, was this because you, like, ran out of, like, things to do and you're like, I'm gonna have Ash come up here really quick? Like, I don't understand. And I don't understand what this, like, show is supposed to be... That was been so awkward in the audience during that part. And then they go to, like, the... When they do the Q&A, there was only one question. It's, when's Robin's wedding? And, like, that was it. Like, okay, anyway, it's gonna go. Was like, the answer, and that's all they showed. They, uh, <laughs> uh, that, I mean, it might have been edited that way, and I guess I like to know that the editors don't like them, but, like, the show looked... It was horrible. Horrible. Do no, you think that's that there was something because... good that they just didn't show? Hell no. They edited probably look to make it look as good as they possibly could. It probably was way worse than what we saw. That's what I think. It's really funny to see the juxtaposition of Robin now saying, like, this is my pinch me moment and talking about their profit, but it's like, compared to Candace's music video, like, with Trina. I'm sorry, how did they make $14,000 profit? This was... Did like, you know what profit means? Because that uh, means they would have to make almost $25,000. I know. To get their money back and profit? That and doesn't make any sense. And from what we saw, they sold 30 tickets. <laughs> I mean, maybe more at a different point. They're like, I mean, I'm willing to pause and count. Like, I'll do it. And I, But I also know that a lot of those people, like, were didn't the cast, pay. were the crew. Yes, didn't pay. Because Mia's like, oh, I paid for my ticket. And she's like, why? <laughs> I... Uh... Mia said, it's a step up. We're not in a tent in her driveway. Uh, Karen said, it was good. I, I didn't sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't even lie. She's like, I'm getting out of here. And leaves. Um, I literally just don't understand. Like, they said they didn't have any sponsors. Like, if you had a sponsor, then maybe you would make some money. But, like, you're saying you made, with no sponsors, you sold 120, okay, so even if you sold 120 say, tickets. Okay, let's say for the benefit of the doubt, they sold 120 so twenty five thousand yeah. over one hundred and twenty. Two hundred and eight. If they sold each ticket for two, I honestly think that they did though, because they called it VIP. Sick. So I think that they just charged a buttload. That's just wild to think. I mean, you could probably get a hundred people like to do. 
something, I guess, but, like, I don't know, it's weird. I, I really want to hear from the people who went what they thought, and I want to know if they were ever able to do a show like this again, because... That just doesn't, like, I went, the last concert I went to, the tickets were $180 for, like, a concert I really wanted to go to. That being said, like, I don't think that they sold 120 tickets. That's what I'm saying. So, I think that if that, if that's true, then the tickets actually must have been $400. And so I actually, disgusting. I actually, I'm telling you, let's play Spencer right now, because we're going to, we're going to find out. I'm deep diving this. We have to find out how much these were. I think that for a VIP ticket, like, they probably got to take a picture with them or something afterwards. I mean, these tickets were, like, $350. I don't even want to guess, because they were $0. They actually probably should have paid those people to be there. That was the worst show, if you can even call it that, that I've ever seen. Somebody let us know. Like, I, this is killing me. Okay, so, Jackie uh, pulls Giselle aside to say that she liked it. I was like, this poor sucking up fool. You didn't like it, and you don't need to tell her that, because now she's going to use this opportunity to come for you, if she's hoping. So Giselle's like, oh, well, Sharice wasn't there, so I'm going to fill her in anyway. Um, and then Giselle goes, you know, I'm slow. It takes me time to process things, but who bought you that car? And Jacqueline says, that, like, she has her own coins. And then Jacqueline's like, oh, I want to call a friend. There's, like, lots of deflection. It's, like, kind of funny. It's just, like, it seems like a pretty, like, while I'm, like, it's not Giselle's business, it is also a very straightforward question if somebody's, like, yeah. did you buy your car, yes or no? Uh so, like, it does feel like it should be a pretty easy question to answer. Um, Giselle said, well, you know, Mia's talking about, G, another woman, like, you never said pick me. And she said, well, you have to ask Mia, I don't spill that kind of tea. Like, I'm just a rap, you know? And Robin apologizes for missing it, for, for missing opening. Mia's opening. Oh, yeah, Mia's the opening. Joint. And Mia says, well, there's another one coming up, which seems weird. I thought it was, like, a really big deal that this DC was opening, so there's just, like, another... I don't know. It's all going to be really interesting. And so, yeah, it was. I looked back into it. Mia said that G's brother took all their money and, like, their businesses or something like that. So I wonder if that will play out by the end of the season. Um, as annoying as Mia is, she brings a lot of storyline to the show. Like, mm-hmm. she's got a lot of mess <laughs> going on, <laughs> and she can't stop talking about it. Her and her representative. Yeah. So... Yeah, Mia says that she likes watching. It's going to it's like going to a concert versus watching a music video, and um, it would be when Mia said, "Oh, we're talking. You want me to sit on your lap?" And Giselle says, uh, "Don't sit on my lap for this one." So Mia says that the car is in Jacqueline's name. Yes, and Robin goes, "Well, when Juan had money from Bustle, he used to buy people cars, and they were in his name or in their names. So that doesn't really answer the question." And Mia goes, "You woman too, baby," in this really weird voice. And she says, you get a car, you get a car. And then, and then Jack says, well, let me say one thing. Let me one say, say one thing. Can she buy me a Porsche? Probably. That's okay. what, you, That's what you had to, like, make an announcement? Like, but can she afford to buy me one? Maybe. I think. I don't know. <laughs> That's the one thing. Let, well, let me say one thing. Let me say one thing. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Crabs. Um, and then, like, Mia says that Gordon has no money. Yep. Why do people think Gordon buy, Gordon's buying shit? He ain't got no money. And it gets really quiet and awkward. Because you know for them, this is a very, like, patriarchal show. Like, so even though a lot of the women probably do, like, make more than their male counterparts on this show, it's like, it's like, you do not say it. It just doesn't really make sense to me, though, because she's always talking to G as if, like, they're opening these places together. So what are the things that she's doing that G's not doing? 
know what I'm saying? I don't like, know. How would she be making all this money? Like, what is she doing? Nothing? I don't know. I feel like she's trying to make it seem like she's the one who... Yeah, this kind of is what she makes it. She's like, G's like the dad, and like, she's the one who's like the business lady who like, does all this stuff. Like, I don't <laughs> Does know. all the things. It'd be interesting to see if he cares. Then Mia to Giselle says, oh, you remember that stuff that I said? Like, I thought you were too drunk to remember. Which is just, like, weird. Like, yeah. why'd you tell her then if you didn't... Why'd you tell her on camera as you were filming in the car if you were like, I was hoping that you were too drunk to bring this back up? Mia says, Jackie and I need to compare notes about what we're going to share. And that's what I said before. I was like, you guys didn't think of that before. Literally. So, um, that being said, though, I said Giselle is nosy and she has no biz. Oh, no. I'm not saying that. I think Mia said that. She said Giselle's nosy because she doesn't have any business, really, like, for us to dig into. Yeah. And, uh, so now they say, like... No, like, no, she hasn't been with Gordon, and she's like, I'm not even into Gordon, or whatever, which is, hold on, it's like a weird thing to say, the jury's like, well, so if you were attracted to him, then you would be with him, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, when she piped in, I was just like, this is just so, this is also weird, though, like, yeah, should weird. we go around and ask everybody if they were attracted to somebody's husband, what they would do, yeah, and like, it's just like a weirdly specific, like, they were going into, like, hypotheticals, of, like, well, would you think? It's like, <laughs> stop it, you guys, so she's like, well, I'm gonna table this, it's like, what? Why is it you're... Like, it's so weird that you're acting like you're running a meeting or something. It's like, well, I'm going to table this and we'll circle back to it. This has nothing to do with you. You don't have any right to this information. They could literally just tell you none of your business, bitch, and yeah. like, that could be the end of it. Um, yeah, I said, I don't really like the way that this is going. Like, why does she act like she has a right to this info? I just want someone to come after Giselle, like, hard. I want someone to dig into her past. I want somebody to be, like... Oh, did you hook up with this person when they had a girlfriend? You know, like, just no, bring up something think, that has nothing to do with anything about her. Here's the thing. I think Giselle's life and or dating life or lack thereof or whatever is so boring that she's trying to make it be like, well, it's boring because I have such strong values. And these people are interesting because they don't have strong values. It's like, it's not about values. I just think you're a boring person. Like, you're just a boring, you know. But she's trying to make it seem like, well, it's just because I'm better than them. It's like, you're not. Actually, though, no. you're just really boring. No, <laughs> no one's asking. You it's actually yourself. yeah, nobody cares what you're doing. Um, I just want to touch really quickly on the scene for next week where we see Deborah come back. See who? Deborah. I probably shouldn't say what I want to say, but I she. Know. No, I said it. I said it because she's being messy as fuck, so I'm gonna say it. She's never looked worse. She's never looked she worse looks as terrible. she's telling, saying that Chris and now Eddie. You hear her? And it's you like, hear her and it's like yeah. keep his name out and, of your fucking mouth. And now they're like, she is confirming oh, that she she is starting this drama or whatever mm-hmm. she's doing. 100%. And now we can really she did go the in lead. because she I'm did sorry. the whole lean that Ashley did. That I mean was already picturing her in the scene with Ashley talking about this when her hair was braided back and already she already looked kind of strange. Now her hair is down and she looks even stranger. Yeah, like I thought, I thought that maybe when her hair was like braided back, that maybe she shouldn't have makeup on, or like maybe I don't know. Like I just thought I don't know because like Mia looks pretty without makeup too. But then now they're showing her like done up, like like out, and she like just she's just kind of a weird looking person and thirsty as fuck. And do I you go up to Candace and be like, "Do you want to talk to me?" Like, no, lady, this Sick. isn't how you get on the show. She's sick, and she honestly deserves the hate that she got. I was like, okay. No, she's sick and twisted. I felt bad for her for a second. I felt bad for you, lady, but now, no, it's bad. I'm sorry. Like, 
I need to know what she's gonna say about Eddie. I, I can't, I cannot have, I believe that so much less even than Chris. Like, I don't think that he did anything that was like even interpretive. It's just like, did I, does Ashley have something to do with this? Like, was she like, oh, the Chris thing isn't really landing here or anything else? Or like, is this girl really just doing this on her own? I don't know. This is like, I wonder, I, I wonder if that's gonna make Wendy mad at Ashley. It's like, why is your friend saying, my I I was out. hoping that is her name Deborah. Mm-hmm. Also, like, what the fuck kind of name is that? Okay, <laughs> just what the fuck? Okay, Deborah. Deborah. I thought I thought that like maybe she was gonna be like really nice or something, and like that like her looking the way she does was like oh like don't be mean to her like she's nice but no you're mean and you're ugly like why and you're why? a mom group. Your name's Deborah. Like girl. Nose across the board, honey. It's not gonna work out. So bad. What did Candace call her? A Muppet character? Um, oh, I think she, that's really funny. <laughs> I think that she called her a Sesame Street. Oh, that's what it was, Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and on that hilarious read, and Candace, of course, looks stunning as she says that, like. She always does. That's like, do you think, <sighs> do you think this is a game? Do you think that we can't see? Do you think, like, your name is Deborah, first of all, okay? Like. Your name's Deborah. Then you look the way you do. Then you're gonna be rude. Then you're gonna. Don't come for Eddie and Chris. Like, what? I can't. She's like, and Ray. Stop. She says that. I hope so. And then Karen would literally be <laughs> She's like, I no, can't okay. fight, but you're talking about Ray. Oh, man. Cannot wait. Such a great time. Getting better every day. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.